0: SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, weekdays 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On The Viewpoint. 2005. Good evening, everybody. The 25th day of June 2020. It was a Sunday 25 years ago, this day, when half of the country, if not more, was suffering from quite easily what would have been the nation's biggest ever hang over and there's only one reason why the day before we would have seen the Springboks crowned world champions of the Rugby World Cup in their first attempt. Never mind what Dr. Louis later to say to and about Derek Bevan in the presence of the All Blacks later that evening, which would have offended the rugby playing nation and public. But all's well that ends well now, because they say never meet your heroes. At least let me have a conversation with him on the line. Henny Larue, former Springbok fly and centre. And at the time, I was a Transvaal fan. Good evening, Henny, how are you?
1: Very good on you, Songheza. Lovely to be chatting to you.
0: Excellent. Great to be here. At Silvermine on the 24th day of May 1995, you did something quite amazing. And of course, you might not have known at the time, but it was laden with many symbols. Yeah. Tell us what that is. Come on. I'm not gonna steal your shine here. Yeah. You did something to the president. <laughs> or you had your moment no, with the president.
1: Is, yeah, look, I mean we, we were we had just finished a training session and uh you know, helicopter landed and uh um our then president uh, Mr Mandela stepped out of the plane and uh you know we were awestruck that he'd come to the practice and and uh, show his uh show his precious time and, and, and just come and join us. Uh you know, it was uh it was an emotional meeting I think for many of us for the first time. Uh you know, someone who had endured so much uh and he was so impassioned uh and, and really what, what made uh, uh Madiba so so special is is that you could feel his real um passion for each and every one of us. You know, he, he wanted to see us win, he had this absolute love and compassion for us. Uh, it, it, he just exuded that ability that you that you just wanted to give him a hug, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just so open, and and, and, and uh, uh, you couldn't be but drawn in by his aura. And uh, yeah, and I think uh, when 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 that happened, uh, you know, having felt that. Uh, I think that's what really inspired me. Uh, obviously, understanding his his long suffering was 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 also something which which was something that, uh, in some small way, mm. uh, you know, needed to be recognised. And uh, we were so grateful for him being there that uh, you know I, I took uh, uh, a cap and uh, I. Uh, I handed it to him at that stage. So, uh, yeah, in fact, uh, I didn't have my own cap. I I asked Yarpie if I could uh, (laughs) get his cap, and then I would give my cap to him. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so. um,
0: Special moment that's what unfolded. That's especially um, a special moment because I think, if I recall correctly, that exchange was between yourself and the former president in Issa because coming from the Eastern Cape where you do, you could relate with the language as could Mark Andrews who was standing to your right at the time. Two former Eastern Cape boys, one from Selborne College, one from Graham College, an especially special moment within a special moment.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, it it, it was, it always was, and... uh you know, uh, Madiba coming from the area as well. Um, I think Steve uh, also Correct. was was an Eastern Cape uh, man, and uh, so there was uh, you know a real sense of of uh, uh, us you know feeling something from the province to to show that uh, you know Eastern Cape could also uh, be on the world stage.
0: Certainly, we're going down memory lane. here, 25 years since the Box won the 1995 Rugby World Cup. We are speaking to the vice captain of that team, Mr. Henny Larue, former Springbok centre, stroke fly half, and of course, we're not talking just about the day, but rather essentially the legacy—not just of the day, but of the rugby playing community essentially when we have to talk about some of the things that happen on a rugby field unfortunately henny you were there in 1995 when the avorian winger max brito um, suffered a tragedy speak to us about that and how it might have sent shockwaves into the springbok camp in terms of the reality of this game speak about that in the context of the chris berger and petro jackson players fund
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, we uh we were shocked and these things do happen unfortunately. Rugby is a contact sport and uh there's uh, you know, every year there is, you know, a couple of people that do suffer from from a bad fall or, or just the the incorrect contact point and, and, and so forth. Uh and it's a it's a very real thing but uh we still are so passionate and love the sport so much that we that, that we still are happy to venture and be out there and, 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 do what we love. So, uh, to have seen Max Brito lying, you know, um, unable to move, uh, and, and the medics, you know, having to come and, and remove him from the field is something that, that will always kind of leave some coldness in, in that. And, and I think, uh, you know, it's, it's a stark reality that, that, at times, unfortunately, may fall part of the game, and uh, and uh, yeah, our, our hearts hearts went out to him at that stage. It, it, it's it's not nice to happen for that to happen to anyone.
0: For the most part, the game of rugby, because it was played in the amateur era players were not nearly as well trained as they are now and because they were not well trained they were not nearly as well conditioned and imaginably equally the medical protocols in the game then were not nearly what they are now and well there are no two players who know this better than chris berger and petro jackson tell us then about the work of the players fund and the fact that you as the vice chairperson have been a former player you could because the game can occasion be a statistic talk about the work that is now taking place and how you have celebrated um Um, the 25th anniversary of your victory with Pick and Pay?
1: Yeah, well, the thought was uh, understanding that, uh, you know, the fund itself has to accumulate funds of various uh, activities and and so forth. And uh, it's a very difficult task. So we're constantly out in, in, in the public trying to ensure that there's uh, money being raised for, for for that fund. It's a fund that's been running now for a number of years, um, and uh, uh, you know we, the fund does support a, a number of, of, of players. Uh, and uh, the 95 uh, team uh, had decided together, you know, with the 2007 winners and the, uh, the 2019 winners, to, to take this opportunity and. Have those victory dates put on a mask uh, with a in emblem and uh, a a World Cup on it, and uh, they've we've gone into a relationship with pick and pay whereby they'll be selling it out of their stores, and uh, the. You know, whatever gets made out of the sales and the proceeds from those masks will we'll go to the Petro Jackson Fund.
0: Of course, we're talking to Mr. Henny LaRue, former Springbok Vice-Captain center Flyhoff winning the 1995 Rugby World Cup. If you want to contribute to this conversation, specifically the legacy of that team in relation to making sure they take care of their own, please do give us a call. The number to dial is 0891-104-207. WhatsApp voice notes, 0614-104-107. If you're going to decide to drop us a voice note, please remember the rules. Keep it short and simple. No echo in the background. We cannot play it, obviously, because we need to ensure sound quality. Otherwise, we continue the conversation for another 10 or so minutes with Mr. Henny Larue. Of course, Chris Berger broke his neck in 1980. Petro Jackson in 1987. Both of these incidences proved fatal. The two respective foundations set up in their respective names amalgamated in 92, which coincided with the return of the Springboks into international rugby. Of course, Ellis Park when these things happen, Henny, what do players know is their social obligation to their game? I really want you to essentially establish why the players' fund itself is a good cause, why the public should adopt it as one of their own, especially the rugby-loving the, the rugby public who, who, who claim the Springbok brand as it is, and how now through those engagements that you're undertaking, South Africans themselves have a role to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can imagine, you know, people who 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 suffer from a a knock like that. You you must understand that, you know, whether financially, physically, people are impaired. uh, there are families that are being left, uh, in, pro- in probably in most cases, the inability to to draw a decent salary in terms of being able to work and so forth so the families are, are are kind of left in the cold and uh, it's 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 one of those sad things unfortunately that mm. that is part of of the game and uh, we we need to in some way just show some affection and and some uh alignment to those left behind and uh and, and share with them what we possibly can in not only the, the financial proceeds of what we can make during during times, but, but also you know let them know there's a, there's a broader family, uh, you know that that thinks about them and, and, and has them in their in their minds. You can imagine, mm. uh, you know, the cost to 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 keep parties like that, uh, you know, depending on their condition. It may be a very costly process. You know, there's always wheelchairs to be bought. There's other machines that that need to be used uh, to make their lives a little bit easier. Um, And and these things, you know, do cost money. and, And for that reason, we appeal to the public to to open their wallets and and, and, and try and help in, in in that way.
0: And that public can do so for as little as 49 rand 99 cents when they buy the 25th anniversary celebration mask of the Springbok victory in 1995 at pick and pay. Tell us more then about the hashtag one team, one country. That's, of course, the slogan that Edward Griffiths coined for the purposes of engaging the nation's imagination for the World Cup.
1: Yeah, that uh, that, is a brain, that was the brainchild of, of Edward. You're quite right, and uh, I think uh, quite rightly so. At the time, we you know the country was uncertain. We we didn't know how it was going to unfold, and uh, we needed to find uh, some common ground. And, and, and sport played the role to try and unify the nation. And uh, we we still strive for that. Uh, interestingly, we've we've also just set up. A, Uh, a UNITE-SA foundation uh, uh, or an association. So from that perspective, we always strive to try and achieve, uh, you know, the unification in the country. Division uh, has no role or no place in in South Africa. And uh, I think, you know, we all try and strive to ensure that what we leave behind is better than what we enjoyed.
0: The 25th anniversary mask, a couple of figures you might want to enjoy reading South Africa and of course how you might want to participate. 140,000 masks to be manufactured, limited edition, never going to happen again. They will come in three sizes adult large, adult medium, and kid size. They will be sold in pick and pay stores throughout South Africa. Adults, 50 bucks. Kids, 46 bucks. Profits on the sales of these masks will be donated to the Chris Berger Petro Jackson Place Fund. Of course, you can still make your own private donation and I would imagine this is something you are especially interested in heading for those who are well-to-do even at this time in the fight ultimately against COVID-19.
1: Absolutely. Again, you know, we've had this pandemic come come down upon us. Uh, The country was on the back foot, uh, you know, from... From an economic point of view, prior to COVID, and, and COVID's added to the pressure significantly. There are people out there that you know are, are suffering, and uh, you know our, our hearts and minds go out to them. And we sincerely hope that, in some small way, this uh, you know goes out for people to to recognise and feel and understand that our our thoughts and, and our passion lies with all those who are suffering do, during these times.
0: We've got another five or so minutes with Mr. Henny LaRue, former springbok. Um, rugby player, vice-captain in the 95 Rugby World Cup, the greatest moment for any player at the time, I would imagine. Equally for those who were there at the stadium and those who were around the country, celebrating as 43 million South Africans did, as Francois corrected David van der 891 Speak to your former hero if you have not met him and if you have, tell us what your anecdote is with Henny LaRue, 614 the WhatsApp voice facility that is available for a mere five minutes. Let's talk about some of the social aspects of the game. Henny, you spoke about the fact that there's no place in rugby for discrimination how important therefore then for you as a player can you claim that you did your bit to try and forge the social fabric that South Africa is a rainbow nation it is a constitutional democracy and whilst we will lament apartheid and everything that represented South Africa before then there is still yet an opportunity which we are trying to build 26 years on for A harmonious society Parts of which we saw in 2007 And of course last year with Sia Kolisi And his men
1: Yeah, you know As I I mentioned before You know, sport like music Is is something that has the ability To unite the nation Um, And I think we all have a job To do, this is not something That rests with any Particular individual And uh, you know, I think Peace, tolerance, understanding are, are key virtues which people often forego. And the tougher things become, uh, like this pandemic now, adds extra stress and extra pressure. Mm. We tend to revert back to things that that possibly, yeah. uh, you know, sh- we shouldn't. And mm. and people get frustrated. They get angry. The, the, these are emotions, but we tend to be so quick. Uh, to point fingers and, and, and to look at, at others uh, and, and uh, the, the reality of it is there is no space for this, we, we've moved so far forward you know, any form of, of, of division now is is undermining what yeah. the, the, the foundation that we need to work on and to ensure the future for, for, for our gen- the next generation to come and I think how we conduct ourselves in the process of that is a critical aspect um, of that, and, and that is one of the reasons why, uh, you know, I, I am a co-founder of, of uh, United SA, as I mentioned, mm. and uh, we're going to be very shortly launching this with the intention to to, to drive various projects in into the communities uh, where they are is, is been long suffering, and uh, aiding people on all fronts. We're going to be a Approaching many of the sporting teams across the spectrum, whether it be cricket, mm. um, rugby, you know, netball, swimming, um, and uh, we've already done quite a bit of work on that front. And uh, I think within the next you uh, know month or two, we'll be doing a full launch of it, and uh, we'd really be pressing on all South Africa to chase those similar virtues, morals, and values uh, where we oppose anything that creates division and, and we support and drive for unification of this country.
0: Well, take it from me, in two months' time, you're more than welcome to return and have that very conversation about the work that Unite SA will be doing. Final comments, 40 years of service to the South African rugby community. The Players Fund is the official charity of the Springboks, and of course, 100 such recipients can attest to that. What lies ahead for the next 40 years, Henny?
1: Well, hopefully, you know, we can uh, get more money in for those who are suffering, and uh, Create a, a little bit more of a softer landing for for those who possibly will come. This is just one of those things uh, that unfortunately is part of the game, and uh, we've got a responsibility to try and ensure. But those who are less fortunate, uh, you know, have, number one, the opportunity to play. And number two, if something should happen to them, that, that they'll be looked after in some way.
0: Mr. Henny Leroux, former Springbok rugby centre and fly-off World Cup winning Springbok. He also won a couple of Lion Cups, Curry Cups, the Super 10 with the all-conquering side of 93-94 Transvaal side. Coached by Kitch Christie, captained by Francois Pino. I think I know my stuff, wouldn't you say, Henny?
1: That's very impressive song. You must have been a, a, a Transvaal supporter <laughs> at the time. I right? was a
0: Transvaal supporter. I was about 9 and 10 in 93, 94. Final comments? Say hello to your favorite coach, Mr. Koli Brandt. Everybody knows him who comes from that region.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Al-Kwili is a very, very good friend of mine. And, uh, uh, you know, really someone who's got uh, uh, rugby at mind. It's his heart. It's his soul. He lives for the game. And, uh, Loves to analyse and and seek things out. And uh, I sincerely hope Kourli gets to hear. Um, He's a great friend and a student of the game and uh, loves spending time with him uh, uh, in in the Eastern Cape.
0: Fantastic. We'll leave it there. All the best for your work, both for the Players Fund as well as what you will be launching in a couple of months' time. Hopefully we will be part of that launch, Unite SA. Henny Leroux, thanks for your time. Enjoy.
1: Super. Thank you, Sangeza. Have a good one.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Henny.